This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for another edition of Tales from 2 a.m. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the podcast producer at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Wherever you want to get your Pittsburgh Steelers news, hey, it is fresh if it's BTSC, whether it's on the editorial side, that's where you're going to get all the breaking news. Then you're going to get the podcast as well. And remember, podcast, you can go back and check them out later. They do stick. They do stay. They will remain fresh for you. So go ahead and check that out. If it's black and gold and it's everything that you want, we've got it here. And thank you. If you're hanging out with me on a Sunday morning, then I really appreciate you because I'm looking at the live chat now and it's always a battle and to see who the first one in is going to be this morning. Um, Congratulations to Brian Brown, just me and Steven the first three in today to check us out. Here comes Sean Manahan. Everybody's saying good morning. Good morning to you. And I know some of these names that are coming in from the West Coast. That's pretty awesome to me because I know it's 2 a.m. somewhere. But in a lot of places, it could be 6.46 a.m. Where I, I'm coming from Maryland. It's 9.46 a.m. right at this time. Now, hopefully, it's Wednesday, and it's whatever time it is that you have downloaded this podcast, and you're checking us out. So if you're not in the live chat, that doesn't matter. You're just as important, and we really appreciate you. So thanks for everybody coming in today. We're going to talk about some Steeler stuff. And think about this. This might be sad to you. It's not sad to me that... There's not too many Tales from 2 AMs left for 2021. Yes, this show is a short shelf life. I'm going to explain that in a second. I got to bring up my man, Portna. Portna saying it's 4.46 p.m. in Riga. How about that? 4.46. Wow. It's like the guys down under. You know, they're into Monday in some places. Now, this is Sunday for him, but you get what I'm saying. So I know it's Monday morning for our friends in Australia. It's funny. You go way back to, let's see, 1999, December 31st, everybody was worried about Y2K. And Y2K was a thing that, if you don't remember the year 2000, and all the buildup in 1999, everybody thought it was going to be the end of the world because the computer systems couldn't handle it. We were People were building shelters underground. They were building bunkers, and they were going in there. And then, so everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen? It's going to be a countdown. Then we got word from Australia that everything was fine. <laughs> so, like, it was the morning of December 31st. I was like, hey, the world did not end down under. We're okay. 
So I'll never forget that. So, hey, thanks, everybody, hanging out with me. Just me says 50 gallons of water. Just me. Did you do that? I'm the, I know people were doing that. You know what? I wonder. This might sound crazy. I wonder if there's somebody from the Y2K still in their bunker and haven't come out yet and have no idea. And then one of these days they'll just jump out and say, eh, all right. I guess it's still here. Now we've got different different problems. Last year was the murder hornets and everything with COVID. And boy, what all did they miss? Just me's neighbors got 50 gallons of water. How about that? You know, they didn't think they were going to like have to pay that water bill. You know, so they just filled up all these jugs probably. Got to say, uh, got to say good morning to uh, to my pops there. Bad dad in the house this morning. Good morning, dad. How are you, buddy? Love to see you in here. So, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to talk about life. And it's not Prince. It's not like I'm I'm uh, doing the beginning of Let's Go Crazy. Little thing we call here life. Electric word life. You can always see the sun, day, or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything's going to be all right. All right, uh, I'm done with that, but uh, there you go. Little 19, going back to 1984. So um, Brian Brown says this, listen to them this morning. I have wife night, date night, or whatever you want to call it. So he misses the Saturday shows. That's awesome. Brian, I'm glad you do that. That's that's great. Um also want to bring up, I'm going to bring up Dave here. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I have a Steelers podcast. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Can you guys check it out? Steel City Renegades tonight on RedlineRadioLLC.com. Hey, check that out. Check Dave out. I have no problem with that. Hey, there's a lot of people that think that we are pretend media. I'm not going to mention his name, but there's been a Twitter feud going after uh, some of our guys. Not really getting involved with that, but if you think we're pretend, then pretend with me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Matt Stofko. Matt's one of my Johnstown boys here. Uh, Y3K is going to be really bad. Well, if you uh, if you freeze my head, if, if the, the Davis family freezes my head like I asked them to, then we'll bring out the bad head, and Y3K could be really bad. How about that? So, We'll see what happens for Y3K because I'll be around. We'll just freeze this. That'll be fun. So, you know, what is what is Tales from 2 a.m.? Hey, John C. What's up, buddy? Tales from 2 a.m. is simple. It's kind of a state of mind. You know how I became Mr. 2 a.m. Uh, just from fun stuff, fun stories that uh, that are all true except for a lot of you have put the uh, put that moniker on me and and think that I was probably a lot cooler than I actually was. <laughs> Just me as a pretender. I love it. So yeah, hey, you can pretend with me, Captain Underpants. Man, I think this is catching on. You guys are. We aren't quite the ride or die crew. Hashtag ride or die, which is awesome, by the way. I'm not ripping on those guys. They started this. Maybe we're pretending to be them. That's cool. But hashtag bad, all caps. Bad's going to be all caps. Bad company. 
How about that? You know what? Here's something. Here's a Tales from 2 a.m. story. And I, I kind of brought this up the other night on the show with Jeff Hartman. Jeff and I did the preview while uh, Mr. Schofield, the editor, got some much-needed rest. I, I hope, man, I hope he had a great vacation. Can't wait to see him back. So here's the deal. Here is the deal. I partied with Bad Company in 1991. The bass player was an original bass player. I think he was hitting on my date. I never went out with her again, so maybe, I don't know what happened, but I was backstage. Then we went to uh, we went to a restaurant with a bunch of us, and we went to a party with Bad Company. It wasn't as cool as you would think it would be, but, you know, it was pretty awesome. And yeah, the bass player kind of stole my my lady at the time. Eh, what's she gonna do? We'll always have that. How about that? So I do I, I just want to talk about life. And where are the stealers in your life? You know, we talked about it. I mean, bad dads in in here, you know, we talked about your influence. Of the steel, I mean, the influence the Steelers had on you, but not how you became a Steeler fan is basically what we did. And I love it. Snowman says, it's going. I just don't know where it's going. That's, that's really funny. Hey, Clarence, what's up, buddy? I'm in a good mood. I'm just greeting people today. I feel like I, I feel like I, I should be Walmart or a casino greeter. Maybe that'll be my day. One day you go to Vegas and I'll just be this old washed up pretender and I'll just greet people at casinos. And then you can buy me like $3 steak and eggs at Binion's. That'd be great. Oh, I could go for steak and eggs. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Garrett, how's it going, buddy? So what role do the Pittsburgh Steelers have in your life every single day? It doesn't have to be every single day. It could be a Sunday thing for Hashtag bad company. You know what? It's more than just Sundays in the fall for you. Because you're here now. You think you think Clarence Washington doesn't bleed black and gold? You don't think Snowman doesn't think about the Steelers every day? And he does. You don't have to to be a good fan. But... I'm going to say this. You know me. I'm a positive guy. Terry B. What's up, buddy? I'm a positive guy. Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes life beats you down like a hobo in the street. And all you're asking for is two bits to go get a cup of coffee or maybe five bucks to go buy some kind of malt liquor. But it beats you down. And we need, my gosh, we need a happy place. I love life. But you have those days. You have those days when you just get sucker punched in the face. You have those days where you feel like a $2 hooker in church and everybody's looking at you. You have those days. And what do you do in those days? You go to your happy place. 
That's it. You have a happy place. For you out there, you know what? The Pittsburgh Steelers are your happy place. And you find them. And you find that happy place and you kind of, man, you get lost in the Steelers on Sundays. But for you guys, <laughs> snowman, life punched me ugly. Uh, I've seen pictures. Snowman's a very attractive man. So there you go. Then we're, we're kind of like, we're, there's days you're like Norm Peterson. How's it going, Mr. Peterson? It's a dog eat dog world and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. There it is. So you know what? You find that happy place. And you let the Steelers be it. My gosh, I'm preaching like I'm at church right now. But we have those memories. And memories can be good or bad things. You know, I'm a big Counting Crows fan. If I haven't talked about it, I've seen them three times in concert. There's a song by the Counting Crows. It's a song about fame. But it's about seven, eight minutes long. It was on the Hanging Around album. It was the second track after the title track, Hanging Around. And there's a line in that song, a lyric that says, the price of a memory is the sorrow that that memory brings. Yeah, I get that. But there's the other price of a memory. It's not even a price. It's a reward of that memory. And that memory's reward ties into your happy place. You go back into that happy place. And you know what happens when you go into that happy place? You forget. You get lost. Remember the old commercial? Bad dad knows this. Calgon, take me away. It's a woman. She's just in a tub. She's laying back in a tub. Life beat her that day. The kids were running around just like crazy. They were throwing Pop-Tarts at each other's face. The husband worked late. She's wondering, my gosh, is he working late or is he, I mean, is he out at somebody's house that he's not supposed to be? She's beaten down. She goes in there, Calgon, take me away. Your happy place, when you go to that happy place and it's a black and gold happy place, you just lay there and you go, Steelers, take me away. Take me to that happy place. And you go there. You go to that happy place. How do you go to that happy place? Well, you go to the happy place by going to BTSC. You go to that happy place by watching the Steelers and following the Steelers wherever you follow them. And you forget about your problems for a while. And you just hang out. And it's all okay for that three hours when you're watching that team. So that's, that, that's to me, that's why we do this here. That's why we love it. Aaron Butler, his happy place, 
is M&T Bank Stadium. It's the best place to be or even just a ride or walk by. Let me tell you something. Jeff Hartman and I, this is right when I started. I started in 2015, and we talk about this all the time. Jeff and I were men on the playground. And I will tell you this. He's the senior editor, probably one of my closest friends in this world. I love this guy. I could say the same thing about Dave Schofield. I could I could say the same things about Tony D. A lot of these guys I'm close to. This is my BTSC family. I love these guys. But Jeff is one of my favorite people in this world. And when you think of good people, you think of Jeff. Jeff is an awesome dude. Dave is an awesome dude too. Good people. But it's funny. Jeff and I met on the playground. Our kids, they're still friends. He's got a boy. I have a little girl. They were fr- they've been friends since kindergarten. And I show up on a June day. I was working. I was out of town. I was actually in Atlantic City, not for fun. No blackjack, no craps, no hookers. <laughs> it's never been a hooker. It just I love saying the word hooker. I don't know why. <laughs> I've already said I'm like Devin Bush. Devin Bush can only do two two tweets in a show, two tweets a, a day now. I can only say words like Arby's twice. And I get fined. I can only say the word hooker twice. Um so, but anyways, Jeff and I, we met on the playground. And he's everywhere I would go. I would see Jeff, and I didn't know him that well, but we struck up a conversation of all things the first time at a chiropractor's office because our kids would go to a chiropractor. um, And kids' night was always like Thursday night where they would uh, give adjustments to the kids. And I'm, I'm saying way too much, but... I remember the first conversation I struck up with him, and I always wanted to talk to this guy because he's always wearing black and gold something. It wasn't always Steelers. It was Pirates. It was Penguins. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Pittsburgh Riverhound shirt on him, but I wouldn't have been surprised. you know. And I always thought it was cool. His kids are running around wearing black and gold. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is my kind of guy. And I remember... It was during the playoffs. The the Pirates were playing the St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs. And so, yeah. This was 2013, the first time I talked to him, when they were playing the Cardinals. And so it was late in the game. It was like seventh, eighth inning. I had to go and take my daughter to this appointment, and Jeff was there. And that was our first conversation. Man, I wish we were watching the Pirates right now, you know? And so we just became, uh, we, we became guys that nodded at each other because we had that connection. I found out he was from Wheeling. I was, I'm from Johnstown, big Pittsburgh Steelers fan too. He didn't know the extent to my Pittsburgh Steelers fandom. I didn't know his. So I'm standing there and this has become one of my happy place memories. The school's right down the street from me right now. And we're standing, it's called field day. I didn't ha- we didn't have field day when I grew up in Johnstown, but field day, what field day is, it's like the last day of school that they let the kids play outside all day and they have these coordinated games. And so the parents, especially in kindergarten, they're there and they're watching and, you know, you have 
different sets of parents that know each other that you know that are part of the village and they there's clicks and there's but i'm the kind of guy that i get to know everybody and so i walked up and i stood there and next thing you know jeff's standing next to me so hey how you doing i'm like hey and i, I couldn't even remember i didn't know his name i i i knew i knew who he was but i, I didn't even remember his name at that point and i i don't he didn't know mine but he knew he knew he could approach me and talk to me because I was a part because we have the same happy place. That's it. So he would say to me, what do you think about the Steelers this year? And this is June, like June 7th. It's June 7th. There's nothing to talk about on the Steelers, but guess what? I was on BTSC that morning and I read an article about Lawrence Timmons, how he wants to be a Steeler forever. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, I was not, all right, just got distracted by something important. I said, oh yeah, important. I, I think we're going to get into that. How about that? So, so what happened? I said, well, you know, I'm pretty excited about the Steelers. Cause he said, Hey, how do you think the Steelers are going to look this year? I'm like, well, Lawrence Timmons. I was really excited. I, I read I read an article about Lawrence Timmons days, like, and he started to smile and he goes, yeah, I, I wrote that article. I'm like, then all of a sudden there's a hallelujah chorus. Woo. I mean, it was, it was a bright day, but it just got brighter. It was like, woo. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? You, you wrote an article about the steel. You wrote that. And he said, yeah, I just became the, the uh, editor of behind the steel curtain. And I'm like, wow, I've always, I used to write an article when I lived in Elkins, West Virginia, I was telling them I used to write and they were, they were columns that, I mean, they were just, they're what I do now. They're just like uh, goofy stuff, you know, just having fun, but tying it into the Steelers. And they, I worked for a newspaper that they let me in on it. So he, uh, we started talking six days later, I wrote my first article for him and the rest has been history. And I know you've heard some of you have heard that story before, but because we shared the same happy place, well, man, this is what we're doing now. And we're, we're thriving and doing it together. But one of the reasons I bring up Jeff later on that year, we had to go, they're now in first grade. And the thing in first grade is you drive about an hour and a half in a bus to the aquarium in Baltimore. And the first graders all get to go. And you need lots of parents for that because you've got kids hopped up on on Capri Sun. Just woo! They're running around the aquarium. <laughs> yeah. So you need parents there. And so here we are. And I'm sitting on the bus with my kid, my daughter. Jeff sitting on the bus with his son. And the... Uh, we're we're there talking the entire time and we're talking about the Steelers and I can even tell you specifically what we were talking about because Vince Williams threatened Vontez Perfect. <laughs> and there's an article about that and we were talking about how uh how he threatened to put a cap in him on South Beach. <laughs> we were like, oh my goodness. 
<laughs> and so anyways, so we're talking and then all of a sudden he goes, he looks to the left and goes, oh, there it is. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I might've swore. I might've, I blank hate that place. And so he goes, you know what? Every time I go past that place, I give it the finger. And I said, I just did. You just didn't see it. I do that every single time. So your happy place, Aaron. I give it the finger every single time. I'm glad you have your happy place. It's a good place for you because that's what your happy place is. Awesome. But my happy place is on Art Rooney Drive. It's in Pittsburgh. But it doesn't even have to be there. My happy place is right here. So I want to talk about your happy place. I want to talk about games that make you feel good. But I don't want to talk about Troy Palomalu taking the ball back on an interception to put the Steelers in Super Bowl 43. That's a mainstream happy place memory. I want to talk about non-mainstream happy place memories. I want you to be talking about a game on Monday Night Football in 1983 when Keith Willis ripped the helmet off of Kenny Anderson or was it Turk Schoner or something like that. I want to talk to you about those happy places and those fun games. And we're going to do that right after this when we come back on Tales from 2AM from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. 